I joked once that I had so many partially finished blog posts hanging around that I might never have to write another word if I would just finish them. But the truth is, I have so much content already published. Forget about the stuff that's not finished, but the already published stuff, there's so much of it that with some creative repurposing, I'd probably never have to write anything new ever again anyways. That's the power of content repurposing, and it's a skill that I think all content creators should learn. Not only will it save you time, but it will help you get a better return on the effort that you're putting into creating that content in the first place. This is Cindy Bidar, and you're listening to episode 48 of the Tiny Course Empire podcast. Today, we're talking about content repurposing, what it is, how to do it, and how to use it to grow your business. Let's get started. Welcome to the Tiny Course Empire podcast, a weekly show dedicated to helping you launch and grow your digital course business, even if you don't have a big team or a six-figure ads budget. We'll help you design smart systems, take consistent action, and achieve massive success on your own terms. Now, here's your host, Cindy Bedar. Oh, you guys, I am so fired up about today's topic. See, for a long time, I really felt like content repurposing was almost like cheating. Like if I wasn't creating everything from scratch every single time I sat down to write, that somehow I was doing it wrong, that somebody was going to call me out as a fraud or they were not going to want to listen to what I had to say because I was just repeating myself all the time and None of that turned out to be true. When I finally got over myself and started repurposing my content, I found out that it is a really great way to attract a new audience and to reach new people and to connect with the audience that I already have. And that's what we're going to talk about in today's episode. As always, you'll find show notes and recommended resources at tinycourseempire.com forward slash 48. While you're there, be sure to grab my free download, Your Online Business Roadmap. If you are building a business online, then that PDF will give you the steps to take and the tools to use that will make it easier on yourself. And if you're new here, be sure to hit that subscribe button on your podcast player so you don't miss any future episodes. Now, let's talk repurposing. The first thing I want to get clear on is what kind of content you can repurpose to begin with. And basically, I got to say anything goes here. I have repurposed email and blog posts and podcast or video scripts or course content, social content, ebooks, even my personal standard operating procedures or SOPs and notes are fair game for repurposing in my business. Some of them make easier work for repurposing. It's really easy to repurpose an email. It's super easy to repurpose a blog post or a podcast script. My personal uh, standard operating procedures and notes and checklists, that takes a little bit more work to repurpose. But basically anything that you've created, anything that you have written or created as far as content goes in any form can be repurposed. And we're going to talk about some ways that you can do that in just a minute. But right now, I want you to start thinking about all of the different types of content you create 
in your business. You are likely writing emails every week, or maybe you're writing emails every day like some people do. Whatever your schedule is, those emails contain valuable content that can be repurposed. You're likely blogging. Maybe you have a regular blog schedule, or maybe you're podcasting like I am, or maybe you're posting on YouTube. All of those things are content that can be repurposed in a variety of ways. Maybe you are creating courses. Maybe you're following my tiny course example, and you are creating multiple courses all year long. All of those courses have loads of content inside them that can be stripped down and used in different ways in your business. Or maybe you are a prolific social poster. Maybe you are a big fan of Instagram or you're using Twitter or you are sharing on LinkedIn or Facebook. Think about all of those words that you are writing, all of those videos that you're creating, all of those live streams that you're doing. All of that content is useful information and you don't want that to only be seen one time. And this is especially true with social media, right? If you are posting something on Facebook, you are doing that Facebook live stream. It's going to be seen for a day or two at best by maybe a few hundred people, maybe a few thousand if you're really, really lucky and really good at it. But after that, it's gone. And most people on Facebook are never going to see it again. So why would you waste all that effort? Let's put some effort into repurposing that content instead so that you can get more mileage out of it. You can repurpose ebooks that you've written. You can repurpose other things into ebooks. And like I said, that personal SOPs, those checklists, those notes that you use to run your business or to run your life, that is really good information that you can be sharing with your audience, that you can turn into courses, that you can turn into blog posts or podcast content. There's just a lot of things that you can do with those personal operations manuals that you all have. So hopefully you now can think, oh, I have this entire library of content that I can repurpose. The only question then becomes, what are you going to do with it? How are you going to turn it into something else? So let's take a look at how we can do that. We're going to start with the easy stuff first and work our way up to the more complex repurposing model. Let's start with email. This is one of my favorite methods of repurposing, and that is to simply rerun an older email. That email campaign that I ran last year to promote a particular offer, I can just reschedule it. I can copy the campaign. I can reschedule it in my active campaign account and not even have to think about it beyond making sure that I don't have any hard dates or other identifying information in the email. Super easy to do. Takes about 30 seconds to repurpose an email that way. And it gets it in front of potentially a whole new audience because here's the thing. And I used to think I couldn't do this. I used to tell myself that I couldn't do this. I used to tell myself that somebody would notice, but I have to tell you what, nobody notices. First of all, you have new subscribers on your list from year to year. Older subscribers may have dropped off for one reason or another. And even the people who were on your list and received that email last year, number one, maybe they didn't open it. And number two, if they did, they don't remember. Think about how many emails you receive and read in a given day and 
multiply that by an entire year, would you necessarily remember if somebody sent you the same email they sent you last year? Chances are not. The other thing about repurposing email content like this is you can pick and choose the ones that did the best. So I would never repurpose an email that didn't get the results that I was looking for. If I had an email that didn't get good click-through rates or didn't make good sales, I wouldn't rerun that one. The ones that did the best, why would I reinvent the wheel? Why not just use what I know works. So rerunning email campaigns is probably my favorite way to repurpose content. It's quick, it's easy, and I know they get results. So that's the first thing I would put on my list if I were just getting started with repurposing. Another way to do that is to republish an old blog post. All you have to do is change the date and you can suddenly get it in front of a whole new audience. It will bring it to the top of your blog post feed, and you can then email about it, maybe using the same email that you sent last year or two years ago when you first wrote that blog post. But that's another way to get your content in front of a whole new audience. You can even reschedule an older podcast episode. Michael Hyatt does this on his podcast, and so do many, many other podcast owners. And as a listener, I really appreciate having an older episode pop up because maybe I didn't hear it the first time around, or maybe I did hear it and it was really good and it I would like to listen to it again, but I wouldn't necessarily think about it. So having those older episodes pop up in my podcast player is really useful to me as a podcast listener, and it can be useful to you as a podcaster because then you have a week when you don't have to create new content. You can also turn your broadcast emails into autoresponders. So we talked about just rerunning those broadcast campaigns as a broadcast campaign again a year or 18 months later. But you can also take those good performing campaigns and add them to your autoresponder sequence. Here's how I like to think about that. When I send a broadcast email out, it's going out to everyone who is on my list right now. But everyone who joins my list after that is not going to see that content. They're not going to get those tips. They're not going to hear that advice from me. And if it's especially good and it gets good results for me and it gets good results for my subscribers, then I don't want to hide that content from people just because they happen to come along and subscribe at a later date. So by putting those campaigns into my autoresponder sequence, I can ensure that all of the new subscribers to my list have a chance to see them as well. So turning those broadcast emails into autoresponders, another super easy way to repurpose content, and it really works very, very well. You can also syndicate your content. This is a little bit different than just republishing because you're actually republishing your content on another platform. So this means that you are taking your blog content, for example, and you are republishing it as is on a site like Medium or LinkedIn or even as guest posts, assuming that reprints in that platform are allowed. Now, not all people who accept guest posting on their sites will accept a reprint article. You would have to check that with their terms of service before you submit reprint content like that. But that is an option as well. In fact, just this week, I had an affiliate of mine who asked for a guest post. She wanted me to write her something, and I didn't have time to do that. 
but I did have a post that appeared on my blog previously that would fit her needs. And I offered that to her to republish as is on her own website. So that worked out for both of us. She gets to publish high quality content on her site. I get to get that backlink to my site and I get to leverage the content that I have already created. So republishing your blog posts, your podcast transcripts, your emails like that is a really quick and easy way to repurpose content. Another fun thing to do with your content is what's called splintering. And this is when you take a longer piece of content and you split it up, you chunk it down into smaller pieces. We've talked about this before in terms of taking like a course and splintering off a piece of that and offering it as a lead magnet. But you can also do that with long form content like an ebook. You could take one chapter of that ebook and offer it as a lead magnet or publish it as a podcast or read it on your podcast or publish it as a blog post. I did something similar on last week's episode of this podcast when I repurposed a lesson from my Sales Pages That Convert course into a podcast episode called Sales Page CPR. You may have listened to it. You can also take handouts or worksheets from your courses and publish them as lead magnets. I've done that previously on this podcast as well. I have offered some course handouts or some course content as a content upgrade to the podcast. So that's another fun way to quickly find content that you can create and just simply repurpose it and republish it in a different way. You can also reformat your content. Now, up until now, we have talked about republishing your emails as emails, republishing your podcast content as podcast content, republishing your blog posts as blog posts on a different platform. But what if you took that content and turned it into a completely different format? Remember that your audience is made up of people who like to consume content in different ways. So someone who is a podcast listener might never read your blog or watch your YouTube videos, and a blog reader might never listen to your podcast. But turning your podcast transcripts into written blog content is a really good way to create content that appeals to all of those different people without actually having to create new content for every single listener or for every single reader. So you can do that with emails. For example, you can take your email content and turn it into blog posts. You can take your blog posts and read them out loud and turn them into podcast episodes. You can take your live streams and publish the recording as a podcast episode. You can chunk down longer content and turn it into social media updates. David Allen is one of my favorite repurposers. You might know him. He is the author of the book, Getting Things Done. That man has been repurposing that same book for the past 30 years. Everything he publishes is basically a recap of that book, and that works for him. He's built a multi-million dollar business on that one single book just by continuously repurposing it, talking about it in different ways, turning it into different formats, turning it into courses, turning it into speeches, turning it into coaching programs, all based on that one single book. So I can almost guarantee that you have enough content in your library to repurpose as well. 
You can also update and re-release your content. So maybe that blog post that you wrote four or five years ago could use a little polish. This works especially well if you just update it, bring it up to date, add some new examples, polish up your screenshots, and re-release it. You can also do this with course materials. So maybe you have a course that you put out several years ago and you want to re-promote it, relaunch it, just polish it up a little bit, give it an update, give it maybe new slides or a new lesson or two and re-release it. This works really well and it makes for quick work of creating new courses to publish and sell because you don't have to create everything from scratch. You start with what you already have and just give it a little spit shine. You can also bundle it. You can take content that you have created in the past and bundle it together in different ways. One really good example of this is turning blog posts into eBooks. I have spoken before about Darren Rouse, who runs problogger.net. I can never say that. It's problogger.net. And early on in my online career, I came across him. And at the time he was selling an ebook called 31 Days to a Better Blog. And he was very clear on his sales page and in his marketing material for that ebook that that ebook was nothing more than a collection of blog posts that had been previously published on his blog. So he had taken this collection of blog posts that were really well-received and popular and bundled them together into an ebook. And then he later turned that ebook into a course and you can still buy that course today on his website. So bundling those older blog posts or even older podcast episode transcripts, whatever form of content you're creating, but bundling them together into an ebook is a really great way to repurpose things as well. Someone, I wish I could remember who this was, but I once opted in for a lead magnet that turned out to be just a series of blog posts that this person had repurposed. And they didn't even bundle it together into an ebook or into a PDF. Just every day they would send me a link to a different blog post. And I had opted in for that. And I thought it was a great use of repurposing, a great way to get that older content out in front of new people and to also grow their email list. So think about how you can take that older content that you've created and rebundle it and repackage it in different ways. Now, at the beginning of this episode, I mentioned that all of my half-finished blog posts that I had hanging around, and that collection right there is a repurposing gold mine too, even though they're not finished. I can still mine that content for ideas or snippets of text to use someplace else or for email content or for the beginnings of a new podcast episode. Now, I do have one important tip that I want to pass on, and this comes from, well, (laughs) you may want to call it my obsession with systems and organization, but I want to recommend that you keep all of the content you create in some kind of searchable format. For me, that means I keep everything in Scrivener, which is the writing app that I use for all of the content that I create. Having everything in one place makes it so much easier for me to find what I need when I sit down to write. So I might think, for example, that I need to go write this email about blogging and I know I've written about blogging 
multiple times before, and I can go into my Scrivener file and I can do a search for blogging and up comes every time I have ever mentioned it. And that just gives me loads of things that I can work with. I can pull a paragraph from here or a sentence from there or an idea from someplace else. And now I'm not starting from scratch. Now, you don't have to use Scrivener to make this work. You could do the same thing in Google Drive or even with Word files that you organize into topic folders or with tags on your computer. The point is, you don't want to have to go hunting through your email platform or listen to your past podcasts just to find what you wrote about a few years back. So keeping everything within an organized file structure of some kind is going to make the whole thing easier for you down the road. So here's your action item for today. I want you to start getting in a repurposing frame of mind. Next time you sit down to write something, whether it's an email or a social update or a video script, just ask yourself, when have I written about this before? How can I take those words that I've already created and put them to work for this new project? How can I save myself some time and better leverage the effort I have already put into it? That one simple shift is going to make a huge difference in the way you approach content creation. And finally, if you really want to make content repurposing a part of your everyday workflow, I want to encourage you to check out my friend Karen's course called Content Repurposing Game Plan. It's going to help you get organized and turn all of that content you've already created into different formats and different styles of content that you can use over and over and over again. I'll leave the link for that in the show notes, as well as a coupon that she gave me to give to you. So you will find that over at tinycourseempire.com forward slash 48 with the show notes, all the recommended resources that we mentioned. And while you're there, leave me a comment, will you? I would love to know what your favorite way to repurpose content is. And finally, if you're enjoying the show, would you do me a favor and share it with a friend? I would truly appreciate it. Have a terrific day, everyone. And I will talk to you all again next week. If you like what you hear on the Tiny Course Empire podcast, you're going to love all of the courses and workshops and support you'll find inside Six Figure Systems. That's my monthly program where we dig into online marketing for regular people like you and me. We don't do big launches, we don't have the big headaches, and we don't have the big expenses that come with them. Instead, we focus on creating repeatable, sustainable systems that continue to grow over time and that don't suck up all of our energy or require a 10-person team to manage. You can come see what we're all about at sixfiguresystems.com, and I'll see you on the inside.